From the Resilience Podcast number 88, I'm Cecil Ledesma, recording live from Austin, Texas. It's beautiful here. It's Thursday, May 14th. I was once told that to become who you might be, you have to walk away from what you are. And that maybe I couldn't see it at that time. But somewhere locked away in the depths of my soul existed the spark, the flicker of light that would literally change everything. And all I had to do was find it. Those footsteps, they define your destiny. A symphony that becomes your soundtrack, wind for your sails. They are the song that will guide your journey and your pockets they can be empty if your heart is full the book can be unwritten if you hold the pen the path can be unclear if you just trust yourself this is the lens that illuminates your world and when you fall promise to get back up When you feel misplaced, remember that getting lost is how you find yourself. When you're scared, know that it's darkest before the dawn. These are the stairs that will take you higher. Tired is not defeated. Wandering is not lost. Vulnerability is not weakness. Mistakes are not defining hardship is not a deterrent these are pages in the story that you're writing and it's the story of a lifetime so pull back the curtains dance in the moonlight sing at the top of your lungs so that every soul from here to infinity ignites Life is too short to miss a moment, too beautiful to overlook. And here you are, with a map, a key, and a horizon waving you on. So follow it. Through the airwaves, past the mountains, beyond the desert, follow it until your legs are weak and your eyes wide open. Let it be the song that carries you home. This is the story of a lifetime. Everything around you has a story. In fact, many stories. And more importantly, our lives are the culmination of these stories. Since we don't identify things through an objective lens, we see them in relation to our individual beliefs, our needs. Strange as it sounds, our lives are almost entirely fiction. They're arbitrary. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you got into your car and thought of it as nothing more than metal and parts? Probably not recently. We see it as a gateway to where we need to be. Mobility, freedom. Just like art isn't brushstrokes or sonic vibration. It's an emotive 
escape. We give meaning to things and those meanings vary. The world as it exists through our eyes is entirely subjective. You ever wonder how something can be a problem to one person and a solution to someone else? Or how deeply held political beliefs can be so contradictory? How can a movie come out and half its critics say, it's amazing, while the other half say it's eh, subpar? Life is subjective. It's an infinite amount of tiny stories that come together to create our world. And everyone that you walk by has their own story. And here's why that's worth discussing. Here's why it matters, because we fall into the trap of using these make-believe guidelines. After all, that's exactly what they are. To define ourselves, we deem other people's subjective norms as truth. The benchmarks for our own pursuits. If the consensus is good, well, then it must be good. They say it's bad, well, then it must be bad. From the perspective of a creator, one of my most important realizations was the feedback of something I've created or a lack thereof doesn't define the value of the work. I still think some of my best work is essentially undiscovered. Some of the things I've thrown together in 10 minutes had been seen by hundreds of people and that doesn't change how I value the work with little recognition. That's just our emotions drawing false conclusions. Here's a different example. Let's say there's a baker, right? And, and he's got a bakery in a neighborhood and does great work, right? His shop's been open for a decade. He's been in business, but one day, the great Oprah Winfrey walks in, takes a bite, loves it. She recommends it. Suddenly, his cake is everywhere. Suddenly, they're extraordinary. Same question, right? What changes? about the cake, nothing. What changes about the baker? Nothing. Excellence lived there the entire time. Did his work become more the second he got a powerful endorsement? No, it was simply recognized. In this understanding, the reason I'm bringing these examples up is because knowing that is crucial to whatever it is you're trying to build or become in your life. Because these narratives matter. The good, the bad, the ugly, they don't stop coming at you. They don't stop peeking around the corner trying to influence your story. And just because you're not where you want to be yet, just because you haven't seen the external reward yet, doesn't mean you're not brilliant. It doesn't mean you're not on track towards excellence or you're changing the world. Maybe you are that baker before Oprah skips on into the shop. And don't be someone who confuses everyone else's story with reality. 
that makes it incredibly difficult to take control. A lot of people we call brilliant now, they weren't thought highly of along the way. In some cases, quite the opposite. And thankfully, they understood the subjectivity of their brilliance. That if you're confident in your voice and your message, if you sacrifice and dive into expertise in an area, the value rises to the surface. Society will adapt and conform to you simply because you didn't bow down to it. There's brilliance there. It just needs to be believed, believed in, and then refined. Even when others don't get it, even when it's abnormal, even when your passion receives no validation, see, brilliance manifests itself brick by brick. And it's very easy for passers-by to laugh at that unfinished frame of the house. But eventually, it comes together. And the layout is beautiful. And the architecture is stunning. And your defiance carves a little niche for itself somewhere in the depth of reality. Then the light bulb goes off. Then it's understood. Maybe you were right all along. And that's it for the Resilience Podcast. I'm Cecil Ledesma. I'll talk to you again next week. Take care. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at CecilLedesma. Peace.